my name is Sarah Noir and I'm currently on this crazy journey of life trying to figure it out and I thought what better way to do it than to invite you on the journey with me. Maybe there are some tools and information that you could use for something that you're going through in your own journey and if not then you can just enjoy some good conversation with me. I know a lot of things but I don't know everything but guess what I'm learning and I'm learning about learning so come and learn with me. Did someone say 2021? Did someone say bye 2020? I think that's what someone said. Bye 2020. Goodbye. Good riddance. See you later. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you for joining me for the third episode of Upon Reflection podcast. It's the new year. And I just wanted to say before we get into this episode, you know, just a huge like well done for making it through 2020 because it was just one of those years that had so many highs so many lows and everything that could happen was happening (laughs) so yeah we did that you did that be proud of yourself because you did the best you could with what you had and I think like just keep that mentality do the best you can with what you have and coming into 2021 now just continue that momentum and keep evolving it's not about changing resetting but keep evolving because like whatever you did last year it was clearly something right because it got you through to get to here (laughs) so so yeah um that's just my little message to send to you before I get into this episode um so before I get into this, I just wanted to let you know that I'm not feeling so great today. Uh, I just wanted to be very transparent. I am currently recovering from heat stroke from my electric blanket. Don't want to bore you with the details. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's just a heads up because my energy is just going to be a bit here and there. So I'm going to do my best to give you the best episode with information in a concise way. And then I also wanted to say like, you know, I hope that this week is is filled with things that bring you joy. You know, so much can go on in our days, in our weeks. And I just want to make sure that I just send you the reminder to look for the things that bring you joy in the midst of all the chaos, if there is any chaos. So, so yeah, let's get into this. So in this episode, I wanted to talk about something that I have been reflecting on And it's something I've been working on for as long as I can remember and just being really conscious about how I go about doing it. And the first thing is how to give support to other people. And then the second thing is how to receive support from other people. The second one I'm not so seasoned in, but I'll still share how it's going for me so far But the first one, I definitely have some tools that could be useful for you. So yeah, let's get into it. It's not going to be a long episode. I'm just going to keep it very short and simple. And hopefully the tools in here can be beneficial for you or someone that you know. So I've realized that, you know, when we're giving support to people, we do so many things for them that we think is what they need. We think it's a good idea. We'll you know, if one of our friends is having a bad week or a bad day, they're going through a hard time, we will, you know, flood them with messages, phone calls, and maybe we'll like, you know, um, send them flowers, send them gifts, all these things which are great. But 
how many times do we stop and say, hey, what's the best way that I can support you? Can you let me know the best way that I can support you right now with what you're going through? How many times do we stop and say that? And it's surprising, like we don't always do that. And that small question can make such a huge difference. It doesn't take away that the things that you were doing weren't great. I'm sure that that person really appreciates it. But I think it just goes back to that sentiment of the 80-20 rule where you could be doing 80% of something, but the person really needed the 20%. You know, and people talk about that a lot in relationships where maybe, you know, you're you're going all out for your your partner. You're, you know, maybe making an effort to do romantic gestures. You're making an effort to do a certain type of love language, whether that's, you know, you want to spend lots of time with this person. You're sending them messages throughout the day to see how they are. But all they wanted was, you know, to have some some quality time walking outdoors in a park or something. I'm just throwing out anything out there, but you get the sentiment. Sometimes we may end up doing all these things and the other person actually just wanted something very simple or what they wanted wasn't that specifically, even though they still appreciate it. And um, this is something that I've learned and it's really helped me because, especially in my relationships with people, And the person that I'm going to use as an example is my cousin. Her name is Lala, like the Teletubbies. (laughs) She may laugh when she hears this or she may laugh and want to kill me when she hears this. Um, Hopefully it's the former and not the latter. But um, Lala is the type of person where when I started to ask her what she wanted from me, she would be so honest about it. I mean, at the beginning, I think it was like, oh, like you're asking me what I need. And then now it's just so comfortable like when Lala's going through like a very overwhelming week and I say to her hey like you know what's the best way I can support you like what do you need from me like how can I you know how can I help you she's like you know what Sarah I just need some time alone I just need to not do anything I'm just gonna hibernate for a moment and then I'm gonna come back and we can continue whatever we're doing and I'm like yeah sure that's great and then even this past weekend, I messaged her last week because Lala's the kind of person where she needs to, and this is with me as well, actually, I have to mentally prepare my energy. So I do like to organize things ahead of time. I don't mind spontaneity, but (laughs) I like to manage my energy and the expectations of what I'm going to do. So she was having a very busy week last week. So I said to her, hey, listen, Um, let's have um, a self-care day together. It could either be option one, virtual. We can FaceTime for like maybe two hours and it will be bring your own self-care. Second option is I can come to you and I can bring all my self-care stuff. Let me know if this is something you want to do and when works best for you. And um, she was like, oh my God, this is great. Like, and thank you for the options. And then she was like, you know what? Option two sounds very good. Bring your own self-care. Let's do it on Sunday. Because that's normally when I have my self-care days. And we did it and it was great. And um, now we won't have to communicate for about a good, (laughs) maybe two or three weeks intensely. Like we'll maybe have bits of communication here and there, but nothing that intense. But that's what we needed. And it gave us such a good boost and... That was good support for her because she ended her week with some nice self-care, de-stressing, relaxation, and so did I. Um, 
And, you know, there's this quote that circulates Instagram and Twitter like clockwork every year. And it goes, the person you're making sacrifices for will one day turn around and tell you they didn't ask you to do it. And they will be right. That is so true on so many levels. You know, like I said, with the 80-20 rule, we end up doing 80% of something. And then not it's not the case all the time, but sometimes, especially in relationships, you get really frustrated. Like, oh my God, I'm doing all these things for this person. They're not appreciating it. Like I sacrificed going out with my friends so that I could go here with this person. And, you know, now we're here. They're not really appreciating what we're doing and, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Or I just spent time, you know, um, organizing this outing for me and my friends. And now they've all flaked last minute. Um, but maybe that's not something that they all wanted to do collectively. Maybe you could have asked, hey guys, what, how should we spend our time together? What's everyone feeling? You know, there's, there's just so many ways where we get frustrated when people don't receive our support or receive the things that we're doing. Um, and sometimes it could just be a matter of communicating. Whenever I do things that include another person, I always check to see like, hey, what's your temperature? You know, like, hey, like this is the mood that I'm in. Are you in this mood as well? Do you also want to do this? Hey, how are you feeling? Not so great. Okay, well, what's the best way that I can support you before I start doing all these things that are so over the top? And I I don't feel like um, it means that all the other things you were doing are not now necessary. Like if you want to send flowers to your friends, send them flowers. If you want to send them a self-care package from Vitamin Me package, for instance, um, absolutely send that to them because that is something that's really thoughtful. But I would say also make sure to ask the people around you what they need. Like getting to know the people around you is a constant, constant thing. Like everyone is evolving people are constantly evolving so if you're changing and you're growing and your needs are changing then the people around you will have needs that are changing as well and the way you'll need to support them may also change as well so keep that in mind think about that when you're giving support to other people and also know that sometimes people don't necessarily know what they need so if you do ask someone hey what's the best way I can support you and they're a little bit flustered just say you don't have to give me an answer right now but when you do know let me know um and then maybe you can make some suggestions would you like me to give you a phone call every other day would you like me to text message you some uplifting things would you like to spend time together give them options and then let them make a decision based on what you've given given the option for and um see how they respond to that Um, But things like gifts and whatnot, I would say still send them anyway anyway, if you want to, um, thoughtful things like that. But I just feel like it's also important to ask. Um, So, yeah, let me know your thoughts on that. Let me know your experience in supporting the people around you. Um, Give me an email. Hello at vitaminmepackage.com. Let's have a chat. I even have an Instagram page, Upon Reflection Podcast. So if you want to send a DM and continue the conversation in there with me, then let's do it. I've also found Reddit to be such a great place to have conversations. So after every episode, I'm going to put the topic in Reddit and continue the discussion in that platform as well. So, so yeah, that is that on giving support to someone else. 
I will have more episodes to expand on this and I want to invite other people on so we can actually talk about it together. But this should be a very good way to start um, supporting people. Let me know how that goes for you. Okay, so this next thing is something that, I mean, we're all going to have to work on. Some of us are quite good at it. Others, it will be something new for us to really exercise. But trust me, it will change your life. It will change your relationships and it will also help you reserve so much energy. And that is asking for permission. And I'm going to expand on that when you're um, not just your friends, but people in your life, whether that's a stranger, whether that's someone at work, friends, family, they're going through something and they come to you to speak. You know, you might feel the urge at some point in the conversation to say, oh, my God. I, I I feel like I have some advice to share with them. And you want to share advice. You want to let them know, hey, this is what you should do. You want to share your thoughts, etc., etc. And that person might not really appreciate it in that moment. They may not say it, but their energy will definitely be on the, you know, the side of, actually, I just came for an ear. I didn't come here for advice. And what I've started to do is really just ask people for permission on whether I can give them advice or if I can share my honesty because what I realized especially from how I react to um, when I'm being open with people I've realized that when people go to you um, to, to speak about something they're coming for two things one for you to listen or the second option for you to listen and give advice and If you get it wrong, you could end up, (laughs) you know, just doing too much when they needed less or actually maybe not doing enough when they needed more. So what I've started to do now when I see someone's going through something or they come to me with um, a certain, you know, whatever they're going through, I just say, hey, like, um, like after listening, Um, do you give me permission to be honest with you? Um, I just, and to be completely honest about my thoughts on this, did you want me to be honest with you? And if they say yes, then I'm, then I say what it is. If they say no, I say, okay, I respect that. I'll, I'll hold back. I'll reserve it because not everyone wants to hear it. And I know this because when I go to people, there'll be times where I'm just like, okay, I'm just coming because I need to speak and get clarity through just speaking about it. And that person is all of a sudden being Oprah Winfrey, Ian Levanzant, trying to fix my life. And I'm just like, hey, 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 slow down. <laughs> I just needed you to listen. I didn't need advice. So what I do now when I'm going into conversations, which will shift on to how to receive support, um, is I will say, hey, um, I wanted to talk to you about something that I'm going through, but I just need you to listen. I don't need advice. I just need to um, clear my thoughts. And that person now knows what the expectation is and what to expect. So flip that around and now think about that as you being the person who is the listener. That person doesn't always want you to chime in. So, so yeah, ask for permission. Hey, like, just listen to what you're saying. Um, I had some thoughts and some advice that I wanted to share with you, but do you give me permission to share it and be honest with you? If they say yes, it means they're ready to hear it. If they say no, then they are not ready to hear it and they're being very honest with you. And even if they say yes, (laughs) 
then the responsibility is on them now because they gave you permission even if they're not ready they still said yes because I've had the the um occurrences where someone has said yes and then I've said what I've said and even though what I'm saying isn't fact because again like advice is not fact um they don't take it very well they're like oh and I'm like listen you gave me the space to be honest I will step back because I'm reading your temperature but you know you gave me permission so yeah I think that's a really nice way to you know give support to someone because it just really knows it just really lets them know that you're being very mindful and um just learning what works for them in that moment and it I feel like it helps to strengthen relationships listening communication communication is key so this is just a tool that has worked for me maybe it could work for you as well and I just wanted to add to that you know not everyone is ready to have the conversation that you're ready to give people know when they're ready and even if they're not let them decide give them permission to make the choices that will either benefit them or not benefit them but it's up to them it's not up to you because what happens is you will use your energy to have a conversation with someone and everything you say just falls flat and um, I know this because there's been situations where I'm you know it's and I mean some really serious situations and I'm just like this person is just they're just not hearing anything they're hearing nothing and what I started to do was I'm just not gonna have the conversation and I'm gonna wait for you to be ready and as soon as you give me that cue then I know that you want to hear it and and when they were finally ready to hear it they they heard it and it made a difference so if there's anything you remember from this part is that let people decide when they're ready to take information okay so the third thing that I found is really important when you're giving support for other people is um allow people to evolve and don't hold people to the narrative that you're comfortable with and I say that um in the sense where people are on their own journeys of healing and growing and it's really hard to to grow when people are trying to hold on to a narrative of you from the past so you're doing this work to grow and you're evolving and you know you're working on your habits you're changing certain ways that you do things and you know you're becoming more of who you are and then you have people in your life who may keep reminding you and say no but this is who you really are but it's like no that's who I was but this is who I have evolved to be so either keep up (laughs) or you stay there in the past where the old version of me was you know so let people grow you know don't don't be selfish and hold people to the narrative that you're comfortable with people don't like change people compartmentalize things people like to um keep the version that they know of someone in their head because when things change it's like whoa this person someone new so now I have to create a new space for them in my memory in my brain and this is really uncomfortable this is new this is different and that's when you have people who will kind of like you know say things or do things subconsciously or consciously where they are holding you to the past and not what you are right now in your current disposition so yeah let people be their current disposition and don't hold them to something that they are trying to evolve from. Um, So yeah, that is the third thing. Very short, very simple. 
so yeah just to summarize support people's growth support their choices in what they're trying to do to evolve because to make any type of shift in life is not the easiest um, and it requires a lot of work and it will be a lot easier when you have the support of the people around you not to say it can't be accomplished but it will just be easier to have that support so be on the right side of someone's growth you know be on the side of support and not on the side of holding someone back whether that's someone going for a new job and they're changing their career whether that's someone who has decided that they have a different sexual orientation whether that's someone deciding that they want to move to another country whether there's someone deciding that they want to now be a christian or a muslim um, or they want to be a monk or a buddhist whatever it may be anything that someone has decided they want to now embark on that journey of support them support them don't don't be the naysayer naysayer mean, meaning the person who brings the negative self-talk the negative talk you know don't don't be that person be the cheerleader like if anything like people need more cheerleaders they don't need any naysayers <laughs> they really don't okay so this one is the last point on giving support and i think it's probably one of the most important things and if there's nothing you remember from anything that's been said in this podcast this should be the one that you really think about and don't feel any shame about any of these things because you know we're all learning and we're all growing um but when you're giving support to people in whatever capacity you're giving support you shouldn't have conditions on the support that you give there should be no strings attached it shouldn't be a situation where you're counting favors and you need to give support freely if you're going to do something it's kind of like when they say don't lend money that you can't lose well when you're giving support have that sentiment don't give away something that you can't you can't lose if you can't um, give someone flowers or send someone messages every other day or give them a phone call or spend quality time with them when they're going through a hard time without counting it as a favor in your head then you shouldn't do it you shouldn't if if it's a thing of well when when i'm in a place where i need someone they don't do this but when they are in that place i do this this that and da, 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 da. i mean there are situations where maybe that person is taking advantage of what you do which is why i say ask people what they need don't don't do it without asking unless unless you're okay to give it away freely but if you're going to feel a way about doing things and not receiving the same energy back then I would say don't don't give don't give it until you can get to a place where you're comfortable giving without conditions um, without thinking in your head it's a scoreboard well I did this and this and this for this person and they've only done this for me or they haven't done this for me or they do this for that person but ask yourself do you tell people what you need do you tell them what's important to you um do you um set boundaries on the things that are that are important um, and maybe the other people in their world communicate these things. Um, so yeah, think about that. I think it's it's really difficult for people to sometimes um, accept help and support from other people because they feel like there is this, you know, expectation of, well, I've done this for you, so now you're in debt to me. And that's not how things should be. It's really not fair and it's really not nice. Um, and I think it's something that I see in parenting more <laughs> where parents will do things for their children and be like, well, this is all the stuff I've done for you. And, you know, you're not 
even doing xyz but it's like oh my god like your child can't think that every time that you do things for them that there is conditions to it because now they don't know if you're doing things because you want to or you're doing it out of burden um and that's just a very like um a separate thing because you know i'm not a parent so i definitely cannot expand on that sense but it's something that i'm talking about through seeing other people have that experience of their parents holding things over their head that it's like well don't do it if it's going to be something that is a is a debt to the person don't do it um especially if that person is appreciative um people give what they can give and if you are not able to give without the expectation of receiving something back then like i said oh so now on the other side of giving support it's receiving support which sarah is working on a very hard to do um you know what actually i've realized so when it comes to friendships and family i don't have an issue asking for support because or you know saying what i need my expectations because I just feel like those people, they know me through and through and, you know, is what it is. But then when it comes to work and romantic relationships, especially if it's in the early phase, the new phase, then even though it may not be apparent to the other person, I find it so uncomfortable to the point of complete, like, oh my God, like, this is making me sick to ask the person like and tell them what's important to me and what I need for me to feel comfortable or to progress in whatever the circumstance is so you know um I just think when it comes to you receiving support just remember that people are not mind readers people cannot read your mind people cannot read your mind (laughs) um like so many times we hold people to our standards and our expectations of what we do but it's like just because you do this doesn't mean other people do this just because that's something that you would uh, do for someone else naturally not everyone does that even something as simple as actually birthday presents right when my friends have birthdays i'm not really a gift giver and the reason why is because growing up I never got gifts from my parents, really. Like my parents gave me things, but when my birthday came, it wasn't like, oh, we're gonna like wrap presents and give you this whole big thing. Like when I had like staple birthday milestones, like my, I don't know, 10th birthday, my 13th birthday or whatever, like, you know, like I would have, you know, occasions happen, but presents and stuff and birthday cards wasn't like a a thing, like a big thing. I have lots of siblings. So there's a birthday like every single month, basically. So I, and I never found that to be something that was sad and it was okay for me. I was cool, but because I wasn't accustomed to that, when it comes to other people having birthdays, you'll be disappointed when I don't get you a birthday present because that's not something I'm used to. So if it's important to you, then you should let me know that it's important to you. Otherwise, I won't naturally know to do it. But I am trying to get better at actually um doing things like that for people uh because yeah like it's it's important to a lot of people 
Um, but if you don't communicate it, people won't know and you won't know the reason behind why they don't do it. So if someone actually just said to me, hey, Sarah, like I noticed that you don't get me birthday presents, something very small to many, but to them might be very big. And because they've come to me, I can now explain to them and say, hey, I'm sorry, like I didn't realise that that was really important to you. But, you know, growing up, birthdays wasn't really like a huge thing in my family. So whenever birthdays come, I never really have the internal instinctual reaction to get a present or a gift. Like it's just never been my way of nature. Now they understand and they don't take it personal. But if that conversation is never brought up, then that person builds up their own story in their head of what's going on when really it's as simple as one plus one equals two. So that is in relationships, that is with work. You'd be surprised at what happens when you ask for what you need. There's only two outcomes. Either you get what you need or you don't get what you need or actually three options or you get what you need, but it's a more compromised version of what you need. So, yeah, I think like. Asking for what you need gets easier when you start to learn what you actually need. And that happens on your journey of growing and evolving because you start to learn like who you are more and what works for you. Um, And you're like, oh, actually, yeah, like I need this. I need that. Actually, that's important to me. Um, And then (laughs) eventually you'll get to the space where you can communicate these things. I'm working to get to that space and to do it comfortably because right now it is, I'll be very honest, it's very uncomfortable for me to ask for what I need in different arenas. Like there's some areas of life where I find it very easy and there's others that I find it quite difficult and challenging. So, um, I mean, I'll still ask anyway, but it just might take me a little bit more um, (laughs) mental preparation to do it when I'm uncomfortable. Um, So, yeah, just like the sentiment of when you're giving support and the things that you require to to give it in the best way. Think about that for when you're needing support. How is that other person going to be able to give you support in the best way? Is there a way that you can make that an easy process for them in a relationship? Is your partner doing things that are great, but maybe there's just some things that you might need that they're not doing? And it's not because they don't want to or they're being inconsiderate, but maybe because they just don't know and they don't have the information. They just don't have the tool to do it. So things like that, you can bring that to them. Maybe you want to have a specific date night. Like some people just, you know, they're quite like not spontaneous, but they will they'll meet when they meet. But maybe you want to have a specific scheduled date night every Thursday. And, you know, that's something that's important to you. So you could go to your partner and say, hey, you know, I really enjoy spending time with you. And, you know, because things get so busy with us and, you know, our schedules change so much, it would be really nice for us. And what would be really important to me is for us to have a scheduled date night every week. Is this something that you can commit to? You don't have to answer me now, but when you know, let me know. Then you give them the opportunity to think about can I do this? And do I want to do this? And once they agree to it, then that's the expectation. And if they fall short on it, you can say, oh, I thought we had this agreement, you know, and then that's a conversation. And if they can't do it, then that's also a conversation. So I just say, shoot your shot, ask what you need. If you don't get it or you get a compromised version of it. So maybe they might say to you, okay, listen, I can't see you every Thursday, but because, you know, 
things can change or whatever it may be even though I feel like if you do commit to a day you should just you know put that time aside but life happens you know things are constantly changing they, they might say to you I can't commit to every Thursday but maybe what we can do is just at the beginning of the week decide on the day that we're going to have our date night and we commit to that um, let's plan as we go along rather than having that set in stone maybe that might be the conversation um, so that's just an example I'm not saying <laughs> that is the conversation you need to have um, but that's just an example of um, how you may want to ask for something that you need and the kind of response that you might get back sometimes it might not be a solid yes that works it might be mm, actually I mean I can do once a week I just can't do a specific solid day every week um, so yeah um, have the conversation it's uncomfortable sometimes not for everyone but if you're someone like me where those conversations with certain people can be uncomfortable then just try and have the courage and know that either you're going to get it or you're not going to get it and when you don't get it you make the decision on what you do with that information once you have the information so I mentioned this before but I just wanted to expand on it again and that is um, letting people know what your expectations are in terms of you know when you are going through something and let's just say you want to go and have a conversation with someone to you know you, you need to get something off your mind off your chest and you just need someone to speak to just so someone can listen to you you don't need them to give you advice but you want them to hear you and hold space what you can do is before that conversation happens like I mentioned before you say to them hey like I really need to talk to you I really need to vent like do, can you let me know you know for one when you have the mental space for me to do this like is this a good time to talk and once they do set time for you to speak you let them know that I just need you to listen in this conversation I don't need advice and what that does is it lets that person have their full alert on listening and being present and not getting ready to now engage in a dialogue of giving you advice <laughs> and if you do need advice First, maybe start off with the whole, you know, I just need you to listen. And then if you do need advice, you can say to them, hey, like after hearing all this, like what's your thoughts? Like, you know, do you have any advice? What are your thoughts? Um, what would you do, et cetera, et cetera? Like, how should I go about the situation? Um, and see how that changes the dynamic of the conversation. Um, I think that there is sometimes a nice method to having um conversations in a way that is impactful and beneficial and I think holding space is super important but you need to create the atmosphere to have space held so definitely set the expectation from the jump let people know what your temperature is you know is your temperature on hey like you can give me advice or mm, don't need advice just need you to listen so so yeah that's really important you know, people don't always know what you need at the time, especially when you're going through things. That's when people are actually probably most on eggshells because they're like, I don't know, you know, if I say the right thing or the wrong thing or if I do this or I don't do that. So let people know, like, or tell people, hey, like, I'm going through something this week and I just really need like a some quality time with a friend or like, do you have time for like a phone call this week because I just need to, you know have a nice joyful conversation not about anything but just something to just cheer me up or oh like do you want to like watch a movie together whatever it may be let people know what you need and most of the time they'll show up for you and if they can't show up for you I'm sure there's a reason behind it 
and that will take away disappointment and that will take away upset because you know sometimes when we're going through things there's this thing where we say oh no one's there to support me I feel alone in my problems etc etc but oftentimes when you feel that way have you let people know that you need them So the last point I have on receiving support is letting people know how they can support you on your journey of personal growth, healing, any changes you're having in life, any choices that you've made that require you to go in a different direction um, and your journey of evolving. I feel like this conversation with the people who matter, and that's important to point out, the people who matter because there are people who you know are in your life but you don't need to have this conversation with but the people who actually mean something to you they are important to you and it's important to have them as a cheerleader I would say if they don't do this already then definitely have the conversation of setting the expectations of what you need on your journey and whether that's saying hey like I'm working on this this is something that I'm doing this is a choice that I've made and a way that you can support me is to whether that's hold space for me when I'm speaking if you can you know I'm trying to improve on you know I don't know um, being a better communicator so when I'm communicating with me communicating with you can you let me know you know um, how I communicated certain things and if I can improve on them and that's something I do because my mentor she knows I'm working on my communication so (laughs) we are constantly talking about this and even with like you know if I'm in an intimate relationship like a romantic relationship I will say like you know communication isn't my strength um so when I'm communicating with you like just let me know what you hear back um so that I know that we're on the same page and that way I can improve on how I communicate certain things so um so yeah and that goes for work as well work um professional you know arenas personal arenas with friendships and whatnot um let people know how they can support you on the journey whether that's you saying hey like you know I am you know building my relationship with God and um whether that's Christianity or Islam and or Buddhism Judaism um whatever it may be um that person might have things that they need support on and they need they may they might need the people around them to be some cheerleaders and to really um be in support of the changes that are happening because like i said before change is not just uncomfortable for the person who is changing but it's uncomfortable for the people who are around that person not all people but for a lot of people they find it difficult to see someone that they know changing into something that's different to what they're already comfortable with so communicate those things okay so we're at the end of the episode and I just wanted to say thank you so much for just taking your time out of your day to join me on this conversation and I really do hope that it's left you just feeling a bit more clear about certain things and has made you feel good you know like I want you to feel like there is some hope to do whatever you need to do to keep moving forward in your journey um life is about accumulating the tools to your life toolkit and using those tools whenever you need them so I hope that this episode has become another tool for that toolbox that you're you know that you're building (laughs) 
Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That would be so helpful because, you know, my goal is to try and get these conversations out to as many people as possible. So if you enjoyed it, I'm sure someone else will enjoy it and your review would mean a lot. So go over to Apple Podcasts and I think on apps it's just podcast and leave a review um or whatever platform you're streaming this on if you're able to leave a review please do um and send me an email hello at vitaminmepackage.com eventually i will create an email for upon reflection podcast but in the meantime you can send all emails to hello at vitaminmepackage.com and um yeah join me on another episode guys thank you so much it's your host sarah noir and always you know wishing you good energy and good vibes for the week